Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Friday. Brian Kamenetsky and Andy Kamenetsky. Andy, uh, early reports have Anthony Davis out for at least a couple of weeks. We'll talk about how that impacts the Lakers' attempts to get at least to a better spot in the play-in tournament. Plus, does this show that it's time to move Anthony Davis this summer, if at all possible? The Lakers have some big choices to make about their future. We'll talk about all of it next. You are Locked On Lakers, your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everybody for making Locked On Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday. We get this thing up for you no matter how you get your podcast, where you get your podcast. You always have a podcast uh, to listen to. And uh, make us your first listen of every day. Make another Locked On podcast your second listen of every day, but only after making us your first. Um, so we'll get to Stephen A. Smith at ESPN. who had some pretty interesting comments that actually came out before uh, Wednesday's injury to Anthony Davis that looked at durability. It looked at performance. And Stephen A. came to the conclusion that the Lakers really ought to look very hard into trading Anthony Davis over the summer. And I think, uh, you know, Wednesday's injury kind of frames that question again. So we'll definitely get into that debate. But first, Andy, let's talk about what we know, at least uh, on on for Friday about this injury. Uh, Dave McManaman and uh, uh, at ESPN reporting that the Lakers expect him to miss at least two weeks following the injury on Wednesday against Utah. I don't know about you, Andy. I feel like at least is doing a lot of heavy lifting here. Um, well, I mean, the this, Lakers. The Lakers said they're just going to evaluate him when he comes back, like everybody yeah. comes back from the break. I mean, what for what it's worth, the way Dave phrased this, it sounded just as much like it could have been a source close to Anthony Davis as opposed to what the Lakers are expecting. Mm-hmm. But either way, I, I think you are correct that it is always the safe bet to err on the high side of an Anthony Davis absence and just allow yourself the pleasure of being uh, happily surprised. Right. And it's, it's also too, it's, it's an important distinction at least means don't expect him to, you know, don't, you know, don't expect him to come back any earlier than that. Uh, Don't expect it to be two weeks. Uh, You know, two weeks is just the beginning of when people think at this point, he might be able to come back. The Lakers, uh, scheduling an MRI for Anthony Davis on Friday and uh, no results for that. I'm not even totally positive they'll update the media going into the holiday and the All-Star break weekend. No, we'll just um, look for the leaks. Yep. So let's let's say for a moment, let's, let's go crazy here and say that it takes three weeks for okay. Davis to come back, which would be a pretty decent result given uh, what we saw from it would take me three weeks to stop crying from that ankle (laughs) the way it turned when your ankle when your leg is shaped like an l in the wrong way it's not i mean it's it's not good um and you know there were reports that the that the ankle swelled up immediately after the game it takes a right it did those things hurt ankles take a long time uh even for uh these sort of you know, guys who have access to all kinds of therapy and whatever. All the tape in the world. Yep. Let's just say for a minute that it it, it does take three weeks. Um, at least only adds another week to it. The Lakers come back uh, on the 25th, a week from tonight, uh, against the, a week from today, against the Clippers. Um, 
so he's out that game. He comes back. Uh, he would miss Sunday the 27th against the Pelicans. Um, team that's team chasing that, the Lakers. I'm about to say, a team that's chasing them. He would miss Mon- uh, March 1st. That's the following Tuesday against Dallas, um, a team the Lakers are theoretically chasing if you have pie in the sky. Um, I mean, aspirations. They, they might be chasing leaving. them, Brian, if the Mavericks lap them again. Right. <laughs> like, they, they might get a little bit closer. For, for those holding out hope, the Lakers could get out of the play in tournament. They are indeed chasing the Dallas yeah. Mavericks. And this is a critical one. Thursday, March 3rd, the Lakers play the Clippers again. So that's two games against the Clippers um, and one game against the Pelicans. Team that's chasing them, two that they're trying to chase for that eight spot in the in the Western Conference, which would get them into the part of the play-in, Andy, where you only have to win once as opposed to twice. Or you also get two opportunities to win one, which mm-hmm. is equally important. Yeah. Um, so... Right, you just got to win one game. So this is not good. I'll even frame it a little more. The Lakers don't have that many home games left. Three of them come right after the break. Then they play the Clippers, and then they got the Warriors, you know, technically a road game. And then they get the Warriors on March 5th, another home game. Anthony Davis could miss half of their remaining home schedule, basically, by the time he comes back, even if he only misses three weeks. This is unfortunate timing fortunate that he'll only you know he gets the week to try to heal but unfortunate in who they play when he comes back i mean the lakers are going to be in the same situation whether they had ad or not which was their margin for error was exceptionally small Mm -hmm. they also showed against utah and, and i know that people love to throw around the fraud idea with utah and everybody is waiting for the inevitable utah meltdown in the playoffs, but they have been playing well of late and they are one legit- six in a row heading into right. Wednesday's well, game. They're a legitimately quality team, whether you think they're championship caliber or not. And I'll fall into the not care uh, category, but either way, they're good. If the Lakers play the way they played against Utah in that win or Golden State in that loss, where if LeBron had just played, it's weird to say, semi competently in that fourth quarter against the Warriors. Lakers would have won that thing probably pretty easily. If they play like that, even without Anthony Davis, they will give themselves, I think, an opportunity against most teams, and certainly, Brian, the ones that you listed. Because mm-hmm. the Clippers, you know, they, they've been performing admirably, but they are not a good team right now, and they just lost Norm Powell on top of Paul George and Kawhi being out, and the other guys who keep going in and out of the lineup. The Pelicans are, you know, playing a little better of late, but they're not a world-beater team by any stretch of the imagination. No, they're just and, less They're just less crappy than they were before. Right, exactly. So the Lakers can give themselves, I think, a legitimate opportunity to win these games. And if you mm-hmm. want to really, I think, look at this half glass full, but in a way that isn't entirely BS, a lot of this is just in their hands. What do you want to do with it? Yeah. I mean, look. You're right. A team with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook certainly has more star power um, than what the Clippers are going to be able to put out before Paul George comes back, assuming he does at some point. And there's still that mystery as to whether Kawhi is going to play a minute uh, this season. Ty Lue has indicated that he might not. And so they should be capable of winning these games or at least being competitive in them. But we saw with the last time they played the Clippers that it was a problem. And I, I for me, what's what what is interesting is talk about the margin for error. 
It's like, who has to be better? LeBron obviously has to be playoff LeBron. He's You can't have fourth quarters like you had against Golden State. He's got to play like he did Wednesday night against Utah, yeah. where it's just like, damn. And to be fair to LeBron, what happened against the Warriors was extremely rare, but it happened. It happens. Even And even the greatest players of all time have off quarters. I'm not yep. trying to... It's not fair on in some ways what's what's uh, on his plate. Um, Russ needs to be the Russ of Saturday, where he was, played a solid game after the first you know first raggedy first quarter, and he played a good game against Utah on Wednesday. And then it becomes: Can you get Carmelo Anthony back on the floor, and what does he do? Can you get two weeks worth of really genuinely consistent play from Malik Monk, where he fills a role as a scorer? and holds up well enough defensively. Um, can THT be the guy he was? You know, he's he's played pretty he's well. Last, last week or, last week week or, or so, yeah, THT's actually played pretty well. He didn't put up huge numbers against, uh, against Utah, but he did have four block shots. He was very active defensively. Yes. Yes. And he's just been better. He's been, yes. you know, flat out better. Like, those are the guys, like, when you talk about the margin for error, LeBron is baked into the cake. Russ needs to be baked into the cake. What else can you put in the cake? And well, I that that to me is where the thinning out of the roster is really hurt. And they have to find guys who step up consistently. Well, for what it uh, you know, for what it's worth thinking about this too, that if the guys that we mentioned just now, who I think at this point, you know, for better or for worse, constitute the upper half of this roster all play the way they're supposed to, then you can actually get the most out of Austin Reeves as well. Mm -hmm. Because like we've talked about many times, he's the connectivity player. You need to give him something to connect. But as we've seen over the last couple games, if you play well, his value rises substantially. And if they win on Friday when they come back, right again, you know, right away and can pull into a tie there or you know something close, I haven't looked at the Clippers schedule, maybe they play before, I don't think they do. That right away, boosts their confidence boosts boosts their feeling of like okay we can we can make a little bit of headway and at least give ourselves the best opportunity for what it's worth eh, i've said this a few times as the caveat because there's so much caveat that goes along with this season their headspace over the last week has been demonstratively better mm -hmm. see what it means um all right let's get into that larger question though because it's less about what Stephen a said specifically about anthony davis and whether you agree with his take or the specifics of whatever, but it is an interesting question. Based on performance, based on durability, there really are legitimate questions as to whether or not the Lakers are smart to build around Anthony Davis going forward, particularly once LeBron is done. The flip side of that is moving on from Anthony Davis and trying to stay competitive at the same time is really challenging. We'll talk about that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Bet Online Football. Now done for the season, but basketball still in full swing for both the pros and college hoops. And for all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Betonline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds right down to Olympics coverage and information. So head even to the website. Foxy boxing. I don't even know what that is, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure if there are lines available. I don't think they do that anymore. It was a thing. <laughs> well, 
was a thing it in the sounds, 80s. It sounds to me, Brian, like something PETA would have boycotted. Um, and, no, and it's not. Should. No, not foxes. <laughs> it's not foxes boxing. Oh, is it? Is it something that like... Like Glow, the gorgeous oh, ladies of wrestling. so it's something ladies organizations would have boycotted. <laughs> right, it's misogynists. Uh, okay. People who don't like them, don't like okay, foxes well, boxing. I'm gonna assume, it's not the you know PETA what? people. BetOnline.net, they're not associated with something like that. They no. wouldn't be involved. That's, that's for the other betting sites out there that have far less scruples and integrity. Did you really think it was Foxy's boxing? I've never heard of it. I don't know what it was. All right, so head to the website today. Use your mobile device. How do you even get them to do that? They're not kangaroos. I don't know, but, you know, there are amazing animal trainers out there, some of whom, you know, work in the dark underground. Bet online where the games start. We just lost them. Okay, so um, what was what was interesting about the Stephen A. clip isn't even so much you like Stephen A. You don't like it's it's that it was actually predates Wednesday's injury, and you know because we have talked a lot, even setting aside the questions of durability, Andy, which are highly relevant. Oh, yes, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony Davis. I'm still picturing the foxes boxing. <laughs> I mean, um, if, you can, if you can teach a fish to ride a bike, you can teach. You can't. How do they pedal? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> the whole point of the whole expression is they don't need bicycles. Oh, it's the other animals that can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I know there's an animal. Maybe it's like a chimp. There's, I think it's there's a squirrel. An, I think I've a seen squirrel? a squirrel ride a bicycle. Okay. Well, you know, definitely not a fish, idiot. Um, you know whether or not Anthony Davis is the kind of guy that you can depend on to be your one a as opposed to your one b your you know your you know you don't have the 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 security blanket there for lebron and presumably the plan for the lakers is to surround anthony davis with other stars um everybody comes off the books except ad after next season um lebron presumably could keep playing if he wants to but they you have a, a bunch of cap space to bring another star in you can kind of reset the whole thing that brian is a whole other fascinating discussion oh it is and we'll have time for it but my question is just before even you start to factor in the the issue of durability have how much confidence maybe this season have you bled because i know i have about the idea of making Anthony Davis your unquestioned number one, the guy around whom you build everything else. Because right now it's built around LeBron. And Anthony Davis is sort of has the freedom then to go be the best player, hopefully, on the team. But he hasn't performed that way. And when you take away the security blanket at some point, what happens? Well, to answer your question, Brian, that I don't feel good about it in part because it really should not be built around LeBron to the degree that it still is. Like, it's going to be built around LeBron in the sense that LeBron is the best and, you know, the best at organizing the offense, the best at being, being like that heliocentric presence for this team. And, you know, I've reached the conclusion that in some respects, LeBron teams kind of become a victim of LeBron's greatness because mm -hmm. there's just no way to replicate a lot of what he does. So that drop-off when he isn't playing is just going to be enormous, no matter who tries to pick it up. But that said, though, 
LeBron was, AD was actually supposed to be, at least in our minds, heading into this season, the most impactful player on this team in terms of both sides of the ball, in terms of the guy that you really feel like leaves just that devastating mark. You saw it when he came back initially from that from that knee injury. It's a few but games it, worth. But it didn't last. Few, no, and and... You know, putting aside the issues of what it takes for AD to reach a place mentally and with his approach where he goes out there with the idea of everybody, and I'm including you, LeBron, get on my back. Like, I'm going to be the one that more often than not carries us mm -hmm. as a team. Like, I'm going to be the guy more often than not that you feel like is the force that has to be reckoned with the most. And LeBron, you just sort of guide it. You steer it. Again, with like the, the driver car metaphor. Even if AD reaches that place, you don't feel confident about him actually staying on the court to make good on it. I mean, the, the sample size at this point is massive. Like the Lakers got really fortunate the year that they won the championship. That was Anthony Davis's not just healthiest season as a Laker, May have been like the healthiest season of his career or among them. Well, and he also got three months to to heal up. You know, yeah. I mean, that makes a difference. Uh, it's yay pandemic. <laughs> Silver lining. Um, sure, it was bad for the world, but the Lakers got a title out of it. They got it. a title out of it. What what I think is so fascinating about all of this is just too, it's like what what do you it's hard to do better you know like even when you're disappointed at anthony davis when he's on the floor i mean and by the way it should be noted he was having a really nice game until he got hurt on wednesday he and was like, dominant he had I mean, 17 points in the first half that hadn't even concluded and you know it's just it is so this season for that to happen period but then for it to happen in a night where we were like well you know we spent the whole you know, lead up to that game on Wednesday, talking about how you could legitimately start to feel differently about this team that, you know, they have a real puncher's chance. If LeBron has a great game, if Anthony Davis has a great game and they show up and play a good game against Utah and kind of all those things were happening and, and then he gets hurt. And so I, when you talk, there is a small handful of people, if you're going to go with the, transcendent star model and not every team is doing it exactly the same way now but you're going to go with the transcendent star model and two of those guys three of those guys whatever it is and and figure out the rest that seems to be how the lakers like to do it there is a very small handful of people that you can look at and say that guy can absolutely be the best player on a championship caliber team without having to you make your, you know, two through eight really effing good. Um, you know, a lot of players can be if your second guy, third guy, fourth guy, fifth guy are really, really good. But, you know, as we've seen this year, when you make a top-heavy roster, you are relying on your stars to be awesome all the time. Brooklyn this year was relying on their stars to be awesome and available, and we saw what happened when they're not. He's not that guy. He, you, he's capable of it, fully capable of it, but I still don't think he's actually shown the ability to be that guy for an entire year. Not here. 
here, okay, here's what I think though really makes this question that Stephen A brought up extremely complicated. Like, it's going to be really difficult to trade Anthony Davis for that guy who is an undisputed number one. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that that type of player is really rare anyway. Then you got to find that guy who happens to be with a team that he wants to get moved from and mm -hmm. that the organization will have reached a point where they say, all right, we know we're going to lose this guy. We got to cash in now while we can get the best possible opportunity. Yeah, so like, hold, the, hold on to that because that is the real crux of it. Like if you decide that the answer is 80 is not the guy, what do you do? How do you how do you get that? And that's the question you're really getting at because it's really hard. We'll do that next. Locked on Lakers brought to you by Built Bar. All right, we are like halfway through February. Everybody has given up on their New Year's resolutions, like the one about getting fit. Like Let's yourself. say you're a fox who wants to get in shape and box. <laughs> right, but but the fox, you know, hates all the working out and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it's like, hey, yep. what's the workaround? Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar. Like you want to eat healthy, Built Bar's got you covered. They are covered in 100% real chocolate, but Unlike, you know, candy bars that contain like uh, tons of sugar, just calories out the wazoo, Built Bars, just 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, four net carbs, but 17 grams of protein. That's the good stuff. That's how fishes and foxes end up yoked. And you've got all these great flavors to choose from, like coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, mint brownie, salted caramel, and down the line. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCK15, 15% off at Built.com. And it's only going to get worse, Andy, if if the Lakers end up having to blow this thing up. And I don't think they will, but in part because of what you were talking about before. You have LeBron James next year, who is still really good at basketball. Um, hot take, I know. If you decide this summer that you are going to move off of Anthony Davis, you're still presumably going to try to move on from Russell Westbrook. Doing that and still putting a really good team around LeBron at age now 38, that is, those two things are real challenging because you're not going to get a star back for Westbrook, that much we know. And any team, like you say, that that would be interested in Anthony Davis that has a star of their own is probably going to be thinking the same things that we are. Well, wait a minute. Why would we want Anthony Davis when we already have this guy? Anthony Davis has all these flaws that those fox boxing and fish people pointed out on that podcast that we listen to all the time. This is what makes it uh, even more complicated, Brian, and something that could lead to perhaps uh, LeBron subtweeting Ron Poinka, like some suspect that he did uh, when he put out a tweet of Rams GM Les Sneed wearing a T-shirt at the Rams parade that says F them picks, referring to the draft picks that he um, and the organization have traded uh, rather vigorously. You know, you can debate, and maybe we will, either on this show or another show, how much of that was LeBron taking shots at Palenka or just celebrating a team that he clearly roots for. But what makes this complicated is, in my opinion, if you're going to make a move like that with Anthony Davis, LeBron cannot be a big part of your considerations. Mm -hmm. He can't be because he will be 38 years old by the time next season ends, he's still playing at a high level, but his own availability is becoming less of a given. And 
honestly, you don't want LeBron on this team much longer if it requires building around him. So you have to, Anthony Davis was supposed to be the guy that helped LeBron win, but also that bridge to the future. So any move you make involving trading Anthony Davis has to be, in my opinion, first and foremost about what comes next as opposed to what is happening right now. You're because he's the, he's the only chance you have. You're essentially, you know I mean? yeah, you're essentially saying you got to move on from the LeBron era a year earlier, two years earlier, whatever. The, you, have to, or, you have to risk it. You have to risk it. Moving potentially moving on for because yes, yes. You have and to. like maybe that means LeBron doesn't come back. Maybe that means you sign and trade. Maybe it, whatever it is. But yeah, you're right. And again, I don't want. I want to make it clear. Anthony Davis is fully capable of being a franchise player, at least from a talent standpoint. And and a, I can't. I don't know if he's ever going to be a guy who plays more than sixty five games a year. But that it is makes it difficult to be. If that's does, Anthony also, Davis in his that's prime, also a trait that's becoming increasingly common uh, across the league. But I, I just. I, I think that it's a great point. Like you have to be willing to move on from the LeBron era early because LeBron doesn't LeBron. If he is subtweeting less need is doing it because he does not care about the 2027 first round pick. Um, he won't care this summer about 2027 and 2029. Those are, those are not his problem. If he's on this team. No, um, they're, they're his problem. I will say, and, and I'm bringing this up just because I think a lot of people talking about this, uh, overlook this part of the equation. They are his problem in the sense that those picks are, you know, the among the few weapons that Rob Palinka has to actually bring in talent around him. So they do represent opportunity for LeBron. Sure, if not literally in 2027. And That's the point. No. That's the point I'm making. It's that it's not that he doesn't recognize their value. It's that he doesn't recognize. He doesn't care about their value as actual human beings that they might draft in 27. No question. Doesn't care about that. You could argue Rob Palenka may not care about that, depending on how secure he feels about his job. Do you Um, you feel confident Rob's going to be here in five years? Yeah. I will say this. This is not a team that churns, always has a history of churning through people in the front office. Um, Coaches now, yeah, they've gotten pretty good at that churn. But front office people that Jeannie trusts and 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 feels comfortable around, if she feels comfortable with Rob Palinka, and and all that, like you know, if Kurt Rambis says let's keep him around, then yeah, I think Rob has a chance to to stick around longer than perhaps the the track record would want. And by and, and a lot has to happen between now and then anyway, because they did win a title two seasons ago. Sure. Um, I'm just saying just, his tenure has been all over the place. It That's has. All. I, sure. It and has. and it, there could start being external heat if things continue like this. That's all I'm no, saying. No question. I just, it, it, in a different organization, I think the answer might be different just because different organizations, I think, handle this stuff differently. <laughs> Is there somebody out there that Jeannie knows better than Rob? Would they hire Magic again? <laughs> it was not... Lord. A jokey question. Anyway, continue. <laughs> they totally would bring him back. Might. One hundred percent, they'd do. It. Yeah. Um, I. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I just, it's. I'm not calling for any of this. I don't know what they do. I don't think they will do this. I think you know, when you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and things have gone wrong, you just try to fix it because it's going to be hard to do much better. 
Um, even if you try to actively trade and you shuffle the deck chairs and all that kind of stuff, Anthony Davis is still an amazingly good player, and LeBron is still amazingly good, and doing better is almost impossible. It's just one of those deals where you start to, to, to look ahead and like, well, they have very little flexibility this summer, some of which they might have to use to get off of the Russell Westbrook contract and try to find something that fits better. Um, it doesn't leave you with much after that. So if you're worried that it didn't work this year, it's not going to work again next year, which is reasonable, um, and you're just setting yourself up for this sort of future failure and future failure and future failure, um, you got to figure out what to do and at least have the the sort of the fortitude to look at it. And I, mean, I think Stephen A was making a very reasonable point if perhaps soft pedaling the challenge of it. Well, okay, here's the thing. Maybe there is a way that the Lakers can thread a needle where they move Anthony Davis for a guy that is not truly a number one, but a 1A, like a Paul George type mm -hmm. that eventually becomes the lure for like a Kawhi Leonard type when the Lakers the following year have a lot of cap space. And that guy who is like a top 7 to 12 player Obviously, really good. Obviously, somebody that could be an important part of a championship team is the lure that brings in one or two other really high-end players. Like could there's obvious, there's a way to maybe do that, but that is a potentially dangerous. It's, just, game it's really hard. It's really playing. hard. You've made this point a lot, and you know we'll have plenty of time to talk about it. Certainly next week, and and probably over the summer. It's really hard to rebuild and stay good. Yep. Very few teams can manage that that balancing yep. act. And you can you can make a very strong argument that if you're going to trade Anthony Davis, you are better off just allowing yourself to rebuild entirely. But another complicating factor. But you gotta is, get stuff because you don't have anything to rebuild with. Well, you have you don't have any right. picks. Well, that's so, what you would do with Anthony Davis. The complicating factor with that, though, Brian, before we go, is it is something the Lakers never do. They hate it. Yeah, that's not how they do it. Um, so there, this, these are fascinating days and, you know, we're spitballing here. And again, I don't think they'll do these things. I don't think necessarily even that they should just because the, you know, it's a tough situation. It's imperfect, but the alternative isn't necessarily better. And for anybody who says it's, oh yeah, you can, uh, no, it is, it, it is very difficult. Um, but they're in a pickle. Uh, they're in a real difficult spot, and uh, we'll find out hopefully a little bit more about Anthony Davis and when he might come back, what the Lakers will look like um, in the springtime, heading into the play-in tournament and all this other stuff. Uh, Locked on Lakers on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, and uh, we're going to have shows during the, the All-Star break, so make sure you're still tuning in with us, and we really appreciate it. Have a great weekend.